HBCU Pulse Radio yeah. on Sirius XM Channel 142 HBCU. You're now locked in to HBCU Pulse. We're the number one outlet for HBCU life, talking about everything that's important to our culture. From on-campus issues to politics and what's trending on the yard, we always keep that same energy. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to HBCU Pulse Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is Randall Barnes, the founder of HBCU Pulse and the host of HBCU Pulse Radio in the building for another special edition of the show on today. It is the new year, 2024. We're in the building, making things happen. Happy New Year to everyone in the Pulse family, Sirius XM, Channel 142, HBCU family, podcast family, wherever you are listening to me. Thank you for tuning in. We've made it. Let's make this new year something amazing. Very consequential year because you have the elections coming up real soon. We have a lot of different other things coming on. You got some video games coming out that I'm looking forward to. College football 24 or 25, whatever's coming out. I'm super excited to play the new college football video game. But speaking of sports, this ain't a game. What's going on in HBCU life? Because we have a big coaching shakeup that we're about to talk about in our front page report. Get up Get on up. what's trending. Get up! You're listening to the front page report on HBCU Pulse Radio. So listen, 2023 was wild. It was a lot of stuff going on as early as a year ago. You had the Ed Reed situation at Bethune-Cookman. Now, out of Florida again, we have Willie Simmons. Celebration Bowl winning Willie Simmons. SWAT championship winning Willie Simmons, head coach of Florida A&M, is leaving the Rattlers to become the running backs coach at Duke University under new head coach Manny Diaz. So let's break down how this happened, and then we're going to get into my take on the situation. So news of Willie Simmons being offered the running backs position at Duke began to circulate in the HBCU community on Thursday, December 28th. Like right before New Year's, that's when the HBCU community was privy that Coach Simmons was offered a position at Duke. Now, prominent HBCU media personality Scotty of Allscript TV was the first to report that he was offered the position at Duke. And then subsequent reporting came from other outlets such as HBCU Game Day. And if y'all were on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, the HBCU community was in a disarray. And clearly so, because this is a Celebration Bowl winning SWAC championship winning coach. He broke the SWAC drought in the Celebration Bowl, got Marquise Bell starting on a defensive line for the Dallas Cowboys. This man is doing his thing, a modern-day HBCU coaching legend. He's leaving to become the running backs coach at Duke. Couldn't be true, right? It was. So on Friday, December the 29th, 247 sports reporter Matt Zenitz corroborated the reports that Simmons was indeed offered the position of running back coach at Duke, which let me pause real quick and spotlight that black media, HBCU media, got to this story first. We're not going to go off the, hey, well, 247 Sports, ESPN reported it. No, Scotty of Allscript, he reported it, he put it out there and put out the position. Set Duke running back coach. HBCU game day. They had subsequent information. We over here at HBCU posted clutch points. We had our take on this situation. We put information out there. So HBCU media and black media really were at the forefront of this situation 
And I want folks to keep that in mind in 2024. Respect our media outlets, all right? So I wanted just to say that. But anyway, immediately when the news broke of the hire, FAMU alumni and supporters sprung into action and tried to hashtag secure Willie Simmons. When I tell you FAMU alumni are amazing, they did a great job in an impromptu fundraising campaign with the aim of raising money to keep their Celebration Bowl winning head coach. Now, FAMU alumni dropped the bag because they got the bag. They raised over $138,353 to support the football program and work within the mission of keeping Willie Simmons at the highest of the Seven Hills. But unfortunately, the deal was seemingly already done. Coach Simmons informed FAMU Vice President of Athletics Tiffany Don Sykes that he was accepting the position and news came out about the hire on the afternoon of New Year's Day. That is a crazy way to kick off 2024. It almost rivals what happened with Ed Reed. And maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It, was, it seemed pretty crazy, right? So Miss Sykes held a Zoom press conference officially confirming that Simmons was exiting the program. And here's the thing. I want to play the comments in their entirety so you all can hear the official position of Family Athletics and also what Miss Sykes is saying is next for the program. At 2 p.m. today, Coach Simmons submitted and I accepted his resignation letter as he has chosen to pursue another opportunity. I want to thank Coach Willie Simmons for his hard work to elevate our football program. What he did in his time here is nothing short of remarkable. I sincerely appreciate the hard work that he has put into not only our program, but into the entire FAMU community. Coach Simmons and I have had many great conversations over the past year, including this morning, related to the growth, investment, and the support from university administration for the FAMU football program. He's made it clear that the recent commitments to retain and support him will be very necessary for our program to sustain this level of success. I appreciate him advancing those efforts to ensure the long-term success of our program, even with his departure. That said, I would like to wish Coach Simmons and his family the best in Durham, North Carolina. As you can imagine, it's been a very busy New Year's Day. I have spoken with assistant head coach James Cozy III, who has agreed to serve as the interim head coach. My current priority is the well-being of our student-athletes. I met with current football student-athletes earlier today via Zoom to reassure them that they will have everything they need to support their continued success on and off the field. I also met with our current football staff and had a conversation with them about this transition and my expectations of them. I've invited all of our current football student athletes who are in the transfer portal to have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with me. It is my focus to re-recruit all of them out of the portal and to recruit them to stay home. Additionally, this evening, I will host a Zoom with our recently committed prospective student athletes. As with every search, it is my goal to find an exceptional head coach to come in and lead this group of student athletes. It will be a thorough but swift search to identify FAMU's 19th full-time head football coach. We are just over four weeks away from National Signing Day, so I do recognize the impact that the timing of this announcement will have if not handled appropriately. My vision for FAMU athletics has not changed. And it is for every student athlete to leave FAMU with a degree in one hand and a championship ring on the other. 
It is important for me to find someone who shares that vision and prioritizes supporting our student athletes in a way that makes that vision a reality. That concludes today's update, and I'll provide more updates as we move through the process of identifying our next head football coach. Thank you all for being here, and again, Happy New Year. All right, so that was FAMU Athletic Director Tiffany Don Sykes explaining what was going on. Wish Coach Willie Simmons well announced the appointment of the new interim coach and really confirmed all that we knew Willie Simmons was leaving to become running backs coach at Duke. So let's get into the backstory of Coach Simmons at Duke because it's anything but random. And a lot of folks got some interesting stories that they've been putting out that aren't really all that true. I'm not talking about media outlets. I'm talking about folks on Twitter just talking. Okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty of it. So Simmons being on the Duke coaching staff as running backs coach isn't coincidental, and it is not a situation where new Duke head coach Manny Diaz was in his evil lair, like, hey, an HBCU coach is building a dynasty at a blue blood HBCU program. We can't have that. We have to make sure the HBCUs don't have anything. So let's hire him and bring him over to Duke so the HBCUs can suffer. No, it's not like that. <laughs> it's not like that. If you think that, you need to put on your New Year's resolution list from an author to an author, you need to write a story. You need to write a book. They might, it might sell well. That might be a great New Year's resolution for you because you're making up stories, okay? So let's talk about the actual relationship between Diaz and Simmons, okay? They share professional ties. Both men worked together at Middle Tennessee State University from 2007 to 2009 as Diaz was the defensive coordinator and Simmons served as running backs coach passing game coordinator, and then offensive coordinator. So Manny Diaz left the program in 2010 to become defensive coordinator and linebackers coach at Mississippi State. Also of note, we got to bring this in as well. Coach Simmons is an ACC football alumni. He played for Clemson from 2000 to 2002, and he finished his career. He was like that, passing for 2,410 yards and 14 touchdowns with only 12 interceptions. And you got to remember this too. This is key. He also started his coaching career after he was done playing at Clemson as a graduate assistant. So we also have to factor in this as well. There's personal motivations here. So Coach Simmons spoke with HBCU Game Day reporter Von Wilson exclusively about his move. And he openly stated that he wanted to coach at an FBS level. And he has the goals of being a power five coach. Throughout my coaching career, I've checked many boxes. I've been a play caller. I've been a head coach. I've, I've won a championship. I've put guys in the NFL. We recruited at a high level. You know, we've done a lot of things, and I've checked a lot of boxes off my resume. The one box that I have not checked has been an FBS football coach. Power five, I'm sorry, football coach. I've coached at the mid-major level. And so just looking at my career and looking at where I want to ultimately be in my career, to, to have the type of platform on the national stage, to lead young men, to, to, to have a voice, that resonates throughout college football, not just the HBCU landscape, I, I think this was a pivotal step for me to take. And, and, and that's why we're taking it. So that's where we are as far as moving into the opening days of 2024. So the question that probably no one asked is what do you think about it, Randall? <laughs> well, if you did ask it, I appreciate it. And I'm going to give you my opinion after the break. You're listening to HBCU Pulse Radio. Happy New Year. Don't, don't go anywhere. HBCU Pulse Radio will be right back after this commercial break. 
HBCUs are more than a trend. Yeah. We're forever a part of the culture. HBCU Pulse always has you on lock. From the shade room to your favorite news feed, and now on your TV and radio. We are, 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 are the number one outlet for HBCU culture. Follow HBCU Pulse on social media and visit HBCUPulse.com to stay up to date on what's going on in the HBCU community. HBCU Pulse Radio. HBCU Pulse Radio is your number one source for news, information, and discussions about HBCU life and culture. From sports to politics and what's trending on yours. We're always at the heart of the culture. You don't want to miss this. Tune into HBCU Pulse Radio every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central on Sirius XM Channel 142 HBCU. Welcome back to HBCU Pulse Radio, New Year's edition. Happy New Year to the HBCU Pulse family all around the world on Sirius XM Channel 142 HBCU. And also, if you're listening via podcast, we appreciate you. Welcome to the new year. So we're talking about the huge story in HBCU life on this week to start off the new year. Florida A&M head coach Willie Simmons is leaving the program to become the running backs coach at Duke University under new head coach Manny Diaz. And we talked about in the last segment that head coach Manny Diaz at Duke and coach Willie Simmons, they have history. This was not a random occurrence. This wasn't, hey, let's off this HBCU coach, this opportunity to weaken the HBCUs. This is not that. They coached together at Middle Tennessee State University from 2007 to 2009. So we have Coach Simmons going down there in a prime position to possibly move up in the ranks and get enough experience in FBS under his belt to possibly become a Power 5 head coach, which is something that he wants to do. So let's talk about my thoughts on the situation in Randall's Thoughts. You're 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 listening to Randall's Thoughts on HBCU Pulse Radio. Yes, so today's Randall's Thoughts, of course, is about Willie Simmons leaving Florida A&M after he won a celebration bowl. So first and foremost, the first thing I have to say is congratulations to Willie Simmons for getting this opportunity. Before he got to FAMU, they had six straight losing seasons from 2012 to 2017. And FAMU is a storied program, a lot of great history. And in the 2000s, they've had successive winning seasons before Simmons got to Florida A&M. But he turned around that program and made them a national power in his six years there. He never had a losing season. The worst record that he had in that time span was 6-5. and five. And that was in 2018. And that is an above 500 record. That is a great building block for the future. And they had successive nine-win seasons. Of course, FAMU, after the pandemic, they make their move to the SWAC. Coach Simmons won every game in the SWAC, but two in both of the games that he lost was to Jackson State and Deion Sanders. But folks forget that in 2021, it was a defensive battle, a 7-6 to six defensive battle that could have gone anybody's way, arguably one of the better games of the year because FAMU and Jackson State were rather evenly matched. And we thought that 2022 would be a crazy scenario, and it really wasn't. But at the same time, there were some situations with compliance that also precluded FAMU from being full strength in that matchup in the Orange Blossom Classic. Like he is an amazing coach and he really revamped and reinvigorated this storied FAMU program. And let's not forget 
he developed NFL caliber talent. Of course, Marquise Bell is the first person you think of because he's currently starting on the Dallas Cowboys as a starting linebacker, making things happen, making a big play almost every Sunday, Saturday, Monday, Thursday, whenever the Cowboys play, Marquise Bell is making it happen. But let's not forget Xavier Smith with the Rams. You have Isaiah Land with the Colts. They got into the NFL too, and they were in that FAMU system. So Willie Simmons deserves everything he's getting. He deserves a pay raise. He deserves to be a power five coach. He deserves to be a power five head coach. He deserves to be considered when it's all said and done as one of the best coaches in HBCU history if this is his last opportunity at an HBCU program. But I will say this. My thoughts on him leaving are sort of mixed because I definitely understand why. But at the same time, I wish that HBCU programs were seen as the prize. I know this isn't the 1990s anymore. I know we're in a new situation, a new generation, a new era, where these opportunities, they're not as plentiful as they were in the 70s, 80s, and 90s when Eddie Robinson was coaching doing his thing. These opportunities are not plentiful. But at the same time, I just sort of wish that we as a people who as HBCU folks and folks that are not from the HBCU community at the same time come to these programs, we see the pride, we see the history, we see the pageantry, and we decide this is my final stop. This is where I want to be. But I think that there are systems in place that are the reason why we don't normally see that. Oftentimes, this is the first thing, oftentimes we don't have the money to keep our talented coaching minds or just sometimes we're reluctant to pay the money to keep our talented coaching minds. Because I think if you look at this situation, you look at a Coach Simmons that grew up, he said in his HBCU game day interview and in other interviews as well, he grew up on FAMU's camp. He's a Florida boy. And he stayed there for six years. He had a running backs coach offer for the University of South Carolina, a power five SEC institution. That was a real offer reported by multiple outlets, including HBCU game day. He decided to stay at FAMU instead of leaving at that time. And one of the things he said at that time, we talked about it in the exclusive interview with HBCU Game Day, he wanted to bring a championship to Florida A&M. He wanted a celebration bowl. He did what needed to be done. He left respectfully. And now FAMU has to rebuild and find that next person to continue the success that Coach Simmons built in the program. I wish that we had an Eddie Robinson of this generation. That's like, you know what? I don't care about the other jobs. I don't care about anything else. My purpose is here, and I want to be here. But I know that's unrealistic because, first and foremost, we have to look at the personal motivations of the folks in these positions. And that doesn't mean that, oh, they're, they're wrong for wanting to enrich their lives and their families' lives. They're not wrong for having other aims, such as going to be a Power 5 coach. There's nothing wrong with that because some folks, this is another thing folks got to figure out. Sometimes folks just want to leave. Even at quote-unquote regular jobs, you don't stay forever. That's one thing that I learned about myself at HBCU Pulse in building my business. That sometimes, no matter how much you like the person or how much a person or an employee is great, eventually they have their own goals. 
your goals for your business, your company, your organization, your program is not the goals of everyone else. You might want to stay there. You might want to build your business. You might want to build your program up. But sometimes folks have their own motivations and their own passions and their own journeys that they want to complete. So Coach Simmons leaving FAMU isn't because, oh, this Power 5 job at this PWI is better than this HBCU. It just made sense for him in his journey. But I do wish that we could see HBCUs as the prize. I wish that we could see coaches that stay like Eddie Robinson stayed, that stayed like some of our great coaches, Pete Richardson, that stayed like some of our coaches stayed. But money is often a factor. Sometimes these coaches want to leave and do something else. But also another thing as well is what went on during the Eddie Robinson years and the Pete Richardson years and the Jake Gaither years and, and all these other different legendary coaches, Doug Porter at Fort Valley. If you look at it, the landscape of coaching and the expectation of coaches were a little bit different because Coach Simmons could have nine winning seasons, could have like some seasons where he went six and five, like maybe some talent dipped or, or some other things that happened. It's like it, it, he just had a, some, a couple struggling seasons, still won, went six and five. People would be ready to fire him because the expectation is different and the alumni expectations, sometimes the administration's expectation is that we want wins immediately. And I've set this on HBCU Pulse Radio. I just don't think that that is the right philosophy. I think that you build a program up systemically and you have to look at it as, hey, we went six and five. What do we do well? What do we not do well? How can we make changes where we have incremental success where we get to where we need to be? But a lot of folks look at it. And say, hey, like we wanna, we wanna rush to make this happen. We want wins. If you can't provide us wins, you gotta go. Can't be quote unquote mid for too long. And I think that that puts a lot of undue pressure on these coaches and a lot of these fans. I've talked about it all the time. They have the wrong expectations. So I don't think an Eddie Robinson, a 56 year coach, would be at any program. I think the longest you're gonna get, especially if you look at the fact also that Eddie Robinson was younger when he became head coach at Grambling. I think the longest you get is like 20, 25 years, like a buddy pew. I mean, you're going to get about 20 years. I think that's the extent of it because of how the game changes and there are highs and there are lows and the fans expectation is when you got to go. We want the next Deion Sanders. We want Ray Lewis. We want Ed Reed. But on that point as well, let's talk about this. A lot of folks are saying, oh, well, Deion Sanders left Jackson State, went to Colorado, and all these HBCU folks were upset. Are y'all going to be upset at Coach Willie Simmons for leaving and becoming the running backs coach at Duke? No. <laughs> Pretty simple. No, we're not. And we're not hypocrites. Folks that, like, didn't like how that situation went down with Deion Sanders aren't hypocrites. It's two different situations. You look at Coach Deion Sanders, right? Deion Sanders, Jackson State head coach, brought them a lot of success, made a lot of ambitious promises of changing the landscape for HBCU football for showing talented black athletes that they can go to HBCUs and make it to the league. You don't have to go to Duke. You don't have to go to Colorado. You don't have to go to Alabama and Georgia and Florida State and all these different places. You can go to HBCUs like the legends before and make it. And I'm going to usher in that era. That's what he was saying. He said it was a purpose, a higher calling for why he came to Jackson State. Then he left without truly in my opinion, completing the mission. Didn't win a celebration bowl like Coach Wendy Simmons did. The SWAC championship wasn't the ceiling. Making two celebration bowls and not winning was not the ceiling. 
if you want to say there's a ceiling, the ceiling is winning the Celebration Bowl. The ceiling is having multiple players drafted. The ceiling is, is seeing the improvements in Jackson State's program. And we see improvements, but there was more that could have been done. And he had the right to leave, and no one said he didn't. But also, the rumors that fester, the talking points that still exist about that program that are, that are totally false, that he allowed to fester. That is the reason why folks were mad at Deion Sanders. Seemingly going out of his way to say, hey, Colorado's such a bad situation than Jackson State. That was the problem. It wasn't him leaving. It was the situation around him leaving and how it happened. But you have a coach, Willie Simmons, handling his business, that won the Celebration Bowl. I don't think any FAMU fan is truly upset at Coach Simmons. And I'm a FAMU fan. I'm a FAMU supporter. Like I said, for me, when I look at Florida A&M, it was Florida A&M, it was Howard, it was Fort Valley. Those are my three dream schools. I got a lot of love for FAMU. And I was rooting for FAMU this year, honestly. I was being objective, but I was rooting for FAMU, honestly. So I'm a FAMU fan. I'm a FAMU supporter at this point. I don't think anybody that really truly rocks with FAMU is looking at Coach Simmons in any type of way except congratulations. We are rooting for you at this next level. We're rooting for you in this next position. Because he did it the right way. He finished the job. He won the Celebration Bowl. And they were about to field a very competitive team. Oh, they were about to win the ACC, as some folks said, like Light on Sports on Twitter. He said that, man, Willie Simmons is just trying to, to build an ACC champion. They were ready to run it back with some talented guys, some FBS guys that, that came to FAMU to make it happen, to shake it up. That was about to happen. He was ready to run it back. But you get this opportunity where, hey, it's, it's more money. It's aligned with your career path. You want to be a Power 5 coach? There's nothing wrong with that. He did it the right way. Did an exit interview with, with a black media outlet, with HBCU Game Day. Talked about his motivations. Talked about the fact that it isn't personal. Left with grace in class. Didn't bash the school on the way out. That's the difference. So to act as if there isn't a difference in those situations is, I think, very disingenuous. Because oftentimes in life, there's a lot of complexity in situations. And we see that oftentimes in our personal lives. But for some reason, in some topics, in some situations, especially in sports, we don't like to embrace the complexities that life brings us. So all in all, we have to look at this situation as what it is. Coach Simmons is not spurning HBCU life to go to a Power 5 program. He sees it as the logical next step in his career. He brought family back to promise. He brought them to a celebration bowl. He rebuilt that program and instilled a winning culture back in a traditional power in HBCU football. Never had a losing season. Put FAMU football back on the map after six losing seasons. Built a great game plan and a great structure. Now he's on to the next journey. And I think that that's what folks have to accept and realize that sometimes folks just want to go. Sometimes folks just want to leave. But I will admit, that I wish that at a certain point we start to see our HBCUs as the prize and as the destination, not a stop on the journey. But I don't castigate anybody for that because I understand that there are money situations that, that preclude us. And sometimes folks have their own journeys that they have to walk. And those are my thoughts on today. From the shade room to your news feed, we brag different. You're locked into a HBCU Pulse. Now trending worldwide. 
that's it for me. Make sure to follow HBCU Pulse on social media, on Twitter at the HBCU Pulse, on YouTube and Instagram at HBCU Pulse. Subscribe to our podcast, HBCU Pulse Radio. And to see everything going on in HBCU life in 2024, make sure to go to clutchpoints.com slash HBCU. You'll learn a lot. But outside of that, thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, we'll see you on the other side. And once again, Happy New Year. Like what you hear? Uh, Yeah. Subscribe to HBCU Pulse Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, head to HBCUPulse.com to stay up to date on what's going on in the HBCU community. Thank Thank you you for for listening listening to HBCU HBCU Pulse Pulse Radio. Radio.